All right, welcome to episode four. It's been a while. Thank you for your patience if you've been just dying for this episode to come out, but it feels good to be back and let's just dive right into it and get into prayer and what we will be talking about today. Lord, we just want to thank you for this downtime in our days where we can just sit and listen. So, Lord, I just pray right now that your Holy Spirit fills me and allows every word to come out of my mouth moving forward to simply be from you and blessed by you. God, I pray for the person or people that are sitting and listening right now, Lord, that they're just blessed, that their hearts and their ears and their minds are open to just listen to you and what you want to speak into their hearts today. God, I thank you for this time of rest in their lives. I pray that you bless them and allow them to feel holy rest in these moments, Lord. We love you and we praise you and we just thank you for what you're going to do in this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so today is more of a bigger, I'd like to say deeper topic just because it is so important in our everyday lives. And honestly, the Lord has been teaching me this so much in my own life and just keeps bringing it up and keeps bringing it up and keeps bringing it up. And that is finding your calling and how you feel closest to the Lord. Because the foundation of it is our identity, really. And everything circles back to who you are in Christ. Everything circles back to who you are in Christ. Because if you're not confident in that, everything falls apart. So I want to start by just reading a little quote that I found. All callings have transcendent meaning. Because human callings spring from our status as God's image bearers. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Our callings literally come from being, our identity being in the Lord. Which is why this topic is so important because that's where our identity needs to be. See, one thing that is so evident and is just the perfect example for callings and this topic is the story of David. See, because David was anointed and chosen by God to be the king of Israel, even though he may have seemed the least qualified of all of his brothers. Because if you don't know the story, David was quite literally like the smallest and weakest looking out of all of his brothers and the youngest, mind you. Of all of his brothers, and God anointed and picked him to be king, God considered him above all of them. See, we may seem the least qualified, but God qualifies us. It's his work, so we don't even need to be qualified by worldly or our own standards. Because it's, it's not work for the world. Therefore, we don't need to be stand, standard of the world. And David, his whole life, David was a shepherd. And God knew that he was going to place David to be king of Israel. But David didn't know this when he was a shepherd. God was teaching David to care, to lead, to provide, and to shelter animals. 
before God allowed him to lead and do the same with his people. So no matter what position you're in, no matter where you are in life, your season of life is eventually going to give you a lesson or equip you in some way for this calling or for this thing that God has set aside in your future that you just can't see yet. So work for it like that. Do it for God like you know that you're going to be king of Israel. Be a shepherd like you know you're going to be king of Israel. Because God always creates opportunity for us to be prepared for whatever he's calling us to. God always prepares us for what he's calling us to. He would not just randomly take David and be like, all right, go be king. He knew that David was a shepherd. He knew that David knew how to lead. Maybe not people because animals are a little different, but he knew that he was training him and equipping him and taking him through seasons to make sure that he was ready for it. So we must stick out our faithfulness to whatever God has placed you in. Because it might just be preparing you for what God has to come. Treat it all like it's God's work. His preparation period was also allowing him to learn what it looked like to trust the Lord in the little before he had to trust them in the big. See, trusting in the Lord is also foundational in everything. Because the moment that we stress is the moment that we're lacking trust in the Lord. Hence why God almost allowed David to be a shepherd. So he could see if he could trust him with his sheep before he could trust him with his people. See, let's talk about the battle of Goliath. The giant and David. This took place before David was finally blessed king. So a lot of times we have battles or giants right before our breakthrough or right before we reach the point that God has been leading us to. And I'd like to think that's what spiritual warfare is. And that's the enemy. Seeing that we have this crazy potential, seeing that we're finally sticking out with the Lord, seeing that we're making a lot of progress. And he almost says, all right, I got to hit him real hard. Because this is my last oomph to try and get him down before this. But when we look to God, we can overcome those giants. See, David was not ever a moment. There was never a moment that David said, wow, this giant is so big. He was looking to God and saying, my God is big. My God is bigger than this giant that I'm facing. But see, this is the point that so many people could give up. But let me encourage you by saying that the biggest battles are always fought right before the breakthrough. You just have to keep pushing. Like I said, the enemy is threatened because he sees and knows what you can do. So he's fighting extra hard. So now knowing all of this, I want to almost go off topic but also something that can help you in your calling as well what makes you feel closest in your walk with god might just be a part of your calling your preparation or how god wants to use you let me make this more clear 
For me personally, I hear from the Lord and feel closest to him when I'm really deep in the word. It is so clear to me and it is my safe place. God desires to use that for teaching and for helping others who have been in places like mine with my similar testimony. And it all ties together. It all ties together. So whether that's worship or prayer or reading the Bible like me, lean on that. Push that. Even on days that you just don't want to. That you feel like you can't. That you feel like you can't feel the Lord. That you feel far from Him. Keep pushing that muscle. Keep going to Him. Keep reading your Bible. Keep praying. Keep worshiping. Because like I said, right before that breakthrough, you're going to get hit down. But knowing how you feel closest to the Lord, whether it, it technically ties into your calling or not, knowing how you feel close to the Lord will reveal so much to you. And I feel like there's so much of a stigma and so much of a pressure to receive this huge calling and this big thing that's going to happen in your life. Honestly, if you're passionate about it, if your talents align with it and it glorifies the Lord, go for it. Go for it. You don't have to have this huge moment where you say, wow, this is my calling, which yes, can happen sometimes. But if you're doing something that glorifies the Lord and all of your passions and talents are aligning, whether you're a marketing manager of a company and you're spreading the gospel by loving your people like Jesus would every day, or you're actually out on the streets evangelizing, whatever it is, God has specifically created you for something so specific, just like David. God created David so specifically to be king of Israel, so he took him through all those things to lead him there. So rest in that. Rest at the Lord's feet. Be confident in who you are in the Lord. Be confident in the talents and the things that he has given you. Be confident in how you feel closest to him and lean on that. I also just want to say this, is that God is all-knowing. If he has something set out for you, just like he knew David was going to be king of Israel Why do we doubt? Be confident in the Lord. Be confident in who he says you are. Who he literally planned you to be and are ready for us to become. So don't doubt because that's exactly what the enemy wants. Where there's mistrust, there's always doubt. Trust in the Lord. He, he's going to lead you to places that you never thought you could go, but it's simply because he wants to reach his people. And he knows that you can do it if you just trust him. Trust in where the Lord is leading you because yes, there may be some battles along the way, but at the end of the road where he's leading you is always good for you and his people. He's desiring to reach with your anointing and your specific plan. I want to leave you with this last thought. Think about what would happen if David would have never become king and another brother accepted it instead. The role that you play that God is leading you to is essential. Now I just want to close in prayer and just 
a blessing and let the Lord speak to you in your heart. Jesus, I just want to thank you for your word, for the Bible, for your stories that are so alive and true that can be applied to our everyday lives. God, I thank you for the person listening to this, and I just pray that it really ministers and tugs on their heart, Lord, that they're able to reach new levels in their walk with you that they never known possible, that you're just teaching them how to trust you and how to lean on you and how to be confident in you, that you're teaching them all these things, that you're growing them and holding them and keeping them safe. I pray against any tactics of the enemy in Jesus' name, that you're holding and protecting this child of God in your hands and that they can rest in that and that they know that, that they don't give power to the enemy and they don't give power to these giants or Goliaths in their life, that they simply look to you and know that you are bigger. I pray that they rest in these truths and these promises and that this just changes their life because of you and the power that's in you. So we love you. We thank you so much for this downtime. We praise you and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.